0: What's good, Internet, and welcome to session 37 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. On this spooky Halloween recording, I am your host and avid video game toy collector, Alex Arona. With me this week, as always, is human amiibo, Joel DeWitt. Hey, Joel. What kind of in-life things can I unlock with you?
1: Well, I can unlock some items, some vanity pets. Overall, just improve your experience without
0: actually doing anything. Tight. 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 Also with us this week is the Sony Totaku, clearly an amiibo knockoff, Eric Getty-Gettinger. What about you, Getty? What can you give me? Do you like things that just sit there and do nothing and get you
2: nothing?
1: Not particularly. Well, too bad, because that's what you got. Wait, what? And... <laughs> is this a real thing? Like, is this something that actually exists in the world, or is this just, like, something for the bit? Oh, no, this exists. No, they're real. For real? Oh, yeah. But <laughs> yep. they're, they're, mm-hmm. they're just figurines, like... Yep. 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 Okay. I mean, frankly, I don't know who actually uses Amiibo for actual functionality either, but uh, I you know, I do.
0: In general, they kind of suck. What, what like do Eddie. you
1: use?
2: Fire Emblem. They did something? They did something. Maybe I will go back through a second play Uh <laughs> <laughs> There's an Amiibo gazebo. Come on.
1: Yes,
0: I remember that. I, played, uh, I just got there. It, you can't
1: discount a good alliteration. Yep. Nope.
0: I guess this week we're going to see how many short betas we can run through in the early adopter segment, shoot some blades from our hands in the backlog blog, and try not to freak out speculating about Overwatch 2. We also got a listener email and plan to end the night with a spooky indie or outie. Now come my minions. minions. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty good. Yeah. Early adopters. We play alphas, betas, and whatever half-baked indie we can find. This week, uh, we we kind of got jam-packed with indies. I assigned a bunch of them to, to Getty and Joel, and they both kind of cried internally.
1: I cried out loud. Yeah. That presumes I actually did what you asked me to.
0: Oh, <laughs> there
2: was an option where I didn't have to do it? You can't well,
1: opt out of your job like your real job, Joel. I, I mean, you can listen <laughs> to my comments, and then by that, you can gauge whether or not I actually did what you wanted me to.
0: Actually, I like this. Let's find out. vertebraker. Uh, So Vertibreaker is a Sonic-ass Sonic game. Uh, It's a game that was developed by one of the people who developed Sonic Mania. You're a skeleton who has a sword attack, a jump, and a kooky grappling hook that's made out of bones. I thought
2: that was the sword. Is it? It was also a grappling hook.
0: Oh, so it was a multifunction sword. That's what it seemed like to me. 2D pixel art, side-scrolling... Collecting bones instead of rings, and of course when you get hit, they explode out of them.
2: Yeah, that kind of pissed me off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> it, d-
2: d- it just doesn't make any sense to me, like, where is he putting all the bones? I-, I get it, like, Sonic, you don't really know where he's putting all the coins, but he's a skeleton. Maybe when he gets hit, like, he actually looks like he's got less bones on him?
1: I think you're putting oh. too much creative thought into what's clearly a knockoff of Sonic currently.
0: Wow. Yeah. Uh, the The music was great. It's very chip to any sonic levels. And the grapple hook had really cool bouncy physics, and that was kind of the conceit of the game, is that you use this grapple hook to gain speed, and you're going and running what looked like sonic ramps and running all over the place. But also there was a verticality to it, because you could use the grapple hook just to bounce up and down and shoot yourself higher. That was kind of it. I- I'm... I'm not
1: usually trying to be like slam on these indies, especially. Well, I mean, this is a alpha, so it's it's a very early product that's not even seemingly clear near uh, being ready. But this thing, I, I mean, it, it is like those new round games where they swapped in Sonic with the Mario, but then also changed Mario to act like Mario in a Sonic level. <laughs> it's just th- this stuff, this character, the way that they have designed Alex isn't. You're not kidding that it's it's. Like in Sonic Two, they have that underground zone
3: mm-hmm.
1: It feels very much that because it's similar palette, similar nice detail in the background as you move around, but it's it, it's even got the sonic curve ramps like that looks like the half pipe, but it it doesn't work without the sonic momentum and the way you can pick up speed and quickly gain speed. yeah, you did that too. You started to run towards the ramp and then only made it halfway up. yeah and then he quickly i mean it's funny this reminded me of uh, kelly and i played through sonic 2 quite a while ago and her biggest problem was understanding like how how to gain momentum with sonic instead of just like walking up those curves without any (laughs) speed beforehand yeah and then this is the problem i ran into playing this thing is that i I, you didn't really get much runway to try to speed up much so i that didn't seem to work at all but it, it was a nightmare trying to use the uh vertebrae whip thing
0: it's okay so that's the one thing i wanted to kind of get across is that i watched some 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 people who've been playing this for a while and who kind of figured it out and i started to figure it out where you if you use that grapple hook the right way you pick up speed fast and you do bounce around and fly all over that stage the problem was is that using the grapple hook whip thing really kind of it's got a high skill ceiling Hmm. So to reach that go over the hump and where you're like I feel comfortable with this grapple hook I played for like an hour and I started to kind of understand it But I didn't it still didn't feel good enough for me to be Zipping across getting momentum flying all over the place. How did you yeah. play for an hour? Because <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to figure out the grapple hook. I love the music. I like the art I wanted to understand how this game how it was meant to be played.
2: I I tried I, I really tried. I only played for about 20 minutes I was unimpressed by it. The only thing that I was impressed by was the name of the zone that you got to play in. The Bone Zone.
0: It's better than Pound Town. Level hmm. 2,
1: lay in Pipe. Yeah, right. <laughs> it, definitely some uh, innuendo going on here. So for the, for the transition, Alex, make sure you find uh, the YouTube video of that Lay in Pipe music video. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> splice a nice 30-second clip for that.
0: I ain't doing any of that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a lot of work. I might do it. So right. hard. Yep. So, uh, so I think that <laughs> the game is has an idea, and I think that it could work. It's just that grapple hook is really tough to learn how to use properly. So I, if unless you're really like, I want to learn this, which I tried, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah,
2: it, guys, it's nothing we haven't seen before. It definitely felt like a Sonic game. I had granted the developer clearly worked on Sonic. So
0: there's uh, a lot of love maybe, there. Maybe for Sonic. it'll
2: it'll be better once it evolves.
1: I, I'm not sure, Alex. Like I'm not sure if I describe that as a lot of love, but at least with the backgrounds. It kinda makes you wonder if they this thing is so early that they just used tile swap tiles for the, the backdrop just, just so they could work on that character. Okay. and tried to develop its movement. So maybe it's maybe it's more like the state birds <laughs> level where it's like they just gave you a playground and try to toy around with the controls rather than it being in some state where they're showing you exactly how the level format would go. Like, that character in a different
0: level layout, I could see worked better. But as is, I'm not seeing it. Okay. I mean, at the same time, there was only one level that had no end goal. So you can imagine how early it is. Uh, but speaking of Sonic... Uh, it was funny that we played these kind of back to back. The the next one we we played was Skybolt Jack, and I just want to say, this is what I think new Sonic should be. This is this is like this is Sonic with a plucky attitude. Uh, it's a two D side scrolling game where you are a guy with robot arms. I assume Skybolt Jack, Zack, <laughs> Getty, Zach Bell,
2: <laughs> Skybolt Zack and wait it's not skybolt jack it's no it's zach sir <laughs> i that's good because i didn't write the title for this so <laughs> i might
3: have been.
0: <laughs> i kept getting confused it's, uh, it's, a, it, it's a little bit of a generic name so that's one of my critiques so uh you're you're platforming and the way it works is that you will see a color button above an enemy's head so it'll be like the x button is green or the a button is green the the B button is red, just like an Xbox controller. The white button is yellow. You just yellow.
2: checked your controller, didn't you?
0: I did. Yeah. I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Cards on the table. They, so you see that 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 color button above their head, and when you hit it, your character dashes and smashes through them. And you'll see several characters, and en- enemies, with the B button above their heads, and you hit it, and he just dashes, smashing into each one. But the challenge becomes that you'll see enemies with different buttons and you have to find you have to hit the right button prompts to keep the pattern going and to keep yourself moving forward and destroying these enemies and try to get through the level as fast as possible. Hmm. Uh, I loved it. I, this music's reminded me of Sonic Adventure. Uh, I played the entire beta, uh, every level, and all of their sub paths. What did you guys think? Well,
2: I'll keep it nice and short. Uh, it turns out that I need an Xbox controller for this. <laughs> so... Uh, I tried to use my keyboard and mouse and made it to the third tutorial prompt, and that's where it ended. <laughs> but wh- what language was this supposed to be in? Because I loaded it up and I was thoroughly confused. It's nothing I have ever seen before. What do you mean, that the characters were speaking or the actual menus? The menus. Mine were all in English.
0: Mm, whatever you gave me was not in English. <laughs> 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 Uh, I just like the fa- the fl- the fast, fluid motion as you're hitting all the enemies. And then the main, the, I mean, the, the, the challenge comes where you, it's a it's a button. Like, what is your, how quick are your reflexes on pressing the right button to keep that combo going? And the levels, you could finish in, you know, 45 seconds and you felt accomplished. And there was also branching paths where you'll see a line of enemies going up, a line of enemies going down. And you got to pick what button prompt to start going up, the, the up combo or the down combo. Uh, Joel, did you get a chance to try this one?
1: Yeah, and I, I agree with mostly what you say. I, I'm not quite as glowing as you are about my end feelings on it. I, It might be more function that my timing is not great <laughs> for this stuff, and the, your window to try to keep the succession going is maybe like one second, maybe one and a half seconds, and so... Unless you've got, it's like, it's like typing, like, unless you have the keyboard mastered, you can't flow quickly as you're reading stuff on screen, and I don't have the Xbox controller memorized like I do the PlayStation one, so the the button conventions don't match for me well, and it's probably something I did better with time, but it's just, my impressions on that were kind of brief, and, the the audio and the style, like and then another cool detail is that at the end of the level is like one big final wall that you have to mash the button with, and uh, it makes a nice like crunching noise as you're hitting the wall each time, and you see visually like the wall giving and giving, And, and it's it's just another great use of the visual with the sound to try to create an impact with each beat as you're trying to hit things.
0: Yeah, I I felt like it was bright. Colorful, spunky. I felt like I had to go fast, and you were graded at the end. You know, you get whatever path you did, and you get bonus points for going down a different path. And uh, there's branching path levels, so you can pick which level you want to. And not even just like the level itself, but the way that you can go to the next level. Sometimes will be different if you go up versus down. If you get a certain score, you go up. If you get a bad score, you go down, and it that's how you level, uh, you progress through the actual world. Mm. I like skyball Jack. Uh, this one and the next one we're going to talk about. I, I put on my wish list. I said, okay, well, this is, for me, this is a purchase. You so. just called it Skybolt Jack again. Son of a... <laughs>
2: that was clearly you. <laughs> Skybolt Jack. Sky Are you Bolt sure Jack. it might actually be Jack? I, I'm i really starting to question the existence of this
0: game. Confirming. You played it. I did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's Skybolt Zack. And it's just such a generic name. That's my problem with it, is that that name is not amazing. It doesn't, it doesn't give me a big impression in my face of what this game is going to be. Obviously, I think they're going for like a franchise. This is going to be the character, Skybolt Zack. But I don't know. It was interesting, though, because the storyline, like it's a, it's a kid who they experiment on and then they just throw him in the trash. Hmm. Yeah, so it gets kind of dark. I still got to get you an Xbox controller, Getty. We'll have to figure that one out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Joel, did you play this next one? A tiny bit, yeah. Lead me through that one. Yeah, sure. Uh,
1: Starbuster is a made man style game. Uh, very much cribbing on that style, at least in terms of you are this robotic-looking being with a blade and a uh, sort of laser gun of some type, and you are going through 2D platforming sequences where you're having to take on pretty tough bad guys and having to do some platforming challenges. uh the style itself reminded me more of, like, clip art, though, in a way that I didn't quite care for. Like, I felt like the the backdrops of the level com- contrasted with the character felt very harsh in the way they sort of stood out from each other. More so than I think the art style intends to. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, besides that, it, it was pretty bland.
0: Okay. You, did, you didn't like the you didn't like the way that you thought yeah, the art looked a little generic, a little
1: bit yeah. And it, again, it could be a case where they're focusing more right now on just how it plays, which it plays fairly well. It plays a lot looser than a made man game does. In, in made man, you are pretty weighed down. Like your your jump has a short hop and it plops down real quick, and uh, you have that weightiness that doesn't give you much maneuverability. And, and this, it felt a lot looser, a lot quicker, uh, and smooth in a way that you don't quite expect if you're used to that.
0: Yeah, uh, Starbuster and I just want to say Starbuster and Vertibreaker are still in development through the the, de- the developer's website, so getting the beta test was not even through Steam yet. So that's why these are kind of like still pretty alpha. Uh, Skybolt Zack, on the other hand, just recently apparently came out. Uh, about a couple like about a week ago for all platforms. Mhm. So, that's that's interesting. Uh I liked Starbuster because of how closely it looked like Mega Man X, it felt familiar but didn't give me that impenetrable Mega Man feel cuz Mega Man, all of them, every one of them has been a real rough ride for me. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. So being able to have more fluid motion, I don't feel stiff. These jumping, these the jumping platforms weren't death-defying. They weren't. They weren't your, like you fall and you're just instant dead. And multiple branching paths, so you could go to different parts of the level, find new and different modifications that will give you a spread shot or a double shot. Uh, it just and your flame sword or different things like that. I I liked how smooth it was because I I always liked the Mega Man games as the art. I like the way those characters looked and designed and having one where it kind of looks like you're Zero and then playing these giant mech bosses. To me, it was a lot of fun.
3: Yeah,
2: you kind of hit it on the head there, Alex. What I was going to say, it was definitely a Mega Man game, but getting to really control Zero. Uh, and that's kind of how, at least for me, the games, the Mega Man games evolved. Uh, once you do get to control Zero, he doesn't have that like as solid plop when he lands he's always been a little bit quicker uh, probably because he has his sword and he's not as like dependent on shooting having to at least hold still a little bit but the modification system this is something that i really enjoyed for the game Uh, Mm -hmm. you can go around and you can pick up different modifications that they've hidden throughout the levels so if you're really clever i think when you get to the end of the game it tells you how many you missed Yeah, And it's a really quick game, too. You can play through it in about 20 minutes. But what I was rolling with was a triple flame shot. So you can upgrade your, for lack of a better phrasing, a buster cannon so that it'll shoot three different bolts out. And then you can also upgrade it with flames. So it was doing a lot of extra damage to all of the, the bad guys that I was encountering.
0: Yeah, I had Alec over to play uh, all three of these, and this one he really gravitated towards, to the extent that he started finding, he stopped playing towards the end goal and started just like, okay, I wonder what's up here, I wonder what's over there, and just kept finding more and more modifications, more than I found. Yeah, they. So I thought that was. Pretty once
2: fun. you get to the end and they kind of drop that on you, like you missed this many mods, I was like, oh, well, that really makes it interesting because I thought that I was doing pretty well. I. I'm always trying to be more of a completionist to make it through and see what's uh, what's hiding above, what's hiding below. It makes it more interesting.
0: I agree, and I think that uh, again, Starbuster, I'm waiting for that to hit a steam uh, you know some a steam store or an epic store somewhere where I can wish list it and be like, okay, well, when this, this game comes out, I feel like I'm on board.
2: yeah I also well just just to go back just for a second, the boss fights in this. There were only really two, and they were pretty telegraphed, but this is where it kind of stood differently for me than Mega Man. Uh, When you have the Mega Man fights, they really really are not as nice about learning the pattern of the bosses, and Mm -hmm. you have to depend on getting the other gadgets in order to defeat the bosses easily. For this one, you didn't have to do that. They really made it so that as long as you knew how the boss was going to attack, you could use whatever means. Uh, you could use your sword or you could use your gun. And that's. I was kind of like going back and forth between both of them because it, it's a much more interesting play style to me.
0: They also had a decoy thing that you could shoot out and it would just float down and I kind of didn't understand what that was for until I got to a boss that was shooting homing missiles, Mm -hmm. and I would drop that decoy out, and all the missiles would go and attack it, so that way I could go and keep attacking the boss. Right. Yeah.
1: Not bad. I like this one. Yeah. So... Out of those three, which one do you guys think that I played, and which ones do you think I didn't?
0: Hmm. I know you didn't i know you played vertebraker so i'm gonna vote on starbuster i that sounds about right which one was it jill
1: no i played all of them i'm just okay, good, good. <laughs> oh come <laughs> on
2: <laughs> Now i i don't feel bad about not playing skybolt zach <laughs> i tried I think you should come on I, think I, you should. I don't think i should feel bad about it no
0: you shouldn't i mean come on that was a lot of content I mean they were they were relatively short, but oh yeah. Some some might say that's too much content, Getty. (laughs) Me. (laughs) (laughs) But I would call them crazy. You're crazy. Now let's see what trouble we can get into in the news. we're back back with the news not all the news just the news that we feel like conversating about it's better than the lukewarm takes we got time yeah there you go first piece of news ea cancels nba 2k20 this is mostly interesting because those games have been notoriously bad in the past and they are taking a year off to polish up that experience somebody must play that game out of Us, us three Mm. well you know what i i will play i think it was 2017 where the story mode had a like basketball dreams was directed by spike lee where your friend dies and his ghost is the one that's encouraging you to continue your nba career
1: oh yeah that that was actually literally directed by spike lee right yeah yeah i i i sound like you said that he was inspired by it. i was like I, I thought that actually happened it's no I haven't played a basketball game like that since like NBA Live 1996 or something. <laughs> um, uh, I mean NBA Jam. Is, NBA Jam. I mean, yeah, that's sort of mm-hmm. my jam when it comes to basketball. I, I these games, I, it kills me that they're serialized. Like I would, I would so much consider if a Madden or even some of the basketball games would do the subscription model or something. Let me. You know dive in and out <laughs> at my leisure when I feel like it's time and just have it be a platform where you update the rosters every year and tweet things yeah, I'm guessing the the money works out better for the sell yearly copies obviously but... you know it does yeah, and then you can even
2: buy the in-game
0: currency and yep yep, man well, speaking of EA uh their games are coming back to steam finally for the first time ever, Mass Effect three come into steam but also i I, I guess there was like a bunch of backroom deals where they're getting uh significant cuts and more money for having their games on steam
2: i've been waiting for mass effect 3 to come to steam they've only had the first two on there it's i just bought it on the on their store yeah their origin store i think it's free on their origin store the first two about that
1: the first two i thought that they were I think, that, I think they did at some point, Getty. I feel like you're right about that. But I, I'm also guessing it was a way to lure people into Origin. <laughs> so
0: yeah, The 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 slight problem I have with that is that, from my understanding, your stuff from Origin may not come over. So you would have to rebuy. If you have Mass Effect 3 over there, you're going to have to rebuy it for Steam.
1: Well, how else are they going to make money? Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't, I don't know that they owe anybody... I mean, you 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 should know by now, like, you buy from a store, your license or your ability to play through it is based on that storefront or where you bought it from, and these things usually aren't transferable.
0: Yeah. Now, uh, speaking of publishers changing up their lineups, Watchdog Legion and several other Ubisoft games pushed back until late 2020. That's fine. Make that game sick. Hmm. You're real interested in that one, right? I am very much so. that second game. yeah, you know what? I'll say that first game. I enjoyed those games uh, as a the idea of using your phone to hack things, and you have to really kind like there was a couple of missions in the first one where you just it's just a shootout. but for the most part, you could find creative problem ways to problem solve any kind of puzzle that was put in front of you.
2: yep, yeah, I so. like the first one. I never got a chance to play through the second one though second one is so much better
0: so much better
1: I I th- we talked about this back when they showed the city 3l it's like the implication that they create with this game where each time you die the idea is that you take on a new persona
3: yeah <laughs>
1: it's like I-, I can't wait for the editorials trying to talk about how that really like change the way they perceived the game and, and how you would go through these like cannon fodder characters instead of having a dedicated character who ends up being kind of like a, a action hero you know um, and it they, creates they, a lot of questions
0: they're also it's not so much just when someone dies you can swap on the fly which makes it more interesting because how many are the how many templates how many people templates do they have to make because mm-hmm. you know at a certain point you're going to pick up somebody and be like oh this is just like this other guy i have right so i'm i think that might be part of it is that they want to make more templates so it seems really more varied they should make a uh, face standing an option so you can stand
1: you and your friends and make that your posse you know he's and gonna kill me first then
0: yep. yep yep yep
1: well i understand the pvp not doing it because you don't want people like uh taking
0: photos of classmates and practicing you know but yeah part of this uh, part of this pushback comes from uh, apparently uh, breakpoint did not do great. huh it was <laughs> I
1: was gonna say it was kind of a joke.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I, I kind of forgot that it was even coming out with a new dose uh, Breton.
0: Oh no, it came out like a, like yeah I say, it' was a, like a month ago. ago.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah we and played it, the, it, the beta for it. It did not uh, go well apparently. And one of the things they said was they kind of released it so quickly between the last game kind of ending. So, because this was uh, the sequel to Wildlands and Wildlands, they just kind of like, okay, we're done with Wildlands. And the next game instantly came out and people didn't transition because they're like, no, I'm still playing Wildlands. Right. So now that was part of the conference call.
2: Alex, for uh, Watchdog Legion's... Can you imagine them doing something akin to XCOM 2 with the different people that you have where they have different roles and then you can level them up so that it's different for the different skill or the skills that they would get from, from following different trees? There we go. Would be.
0: I think that's how it works. You think but that's how it's going to work? I, I can't be sure that... There's going to be different skill trees, but I do know that like one person will be a hacker and then one person will be good with weapons. One person will be good at st- being stealthy, you know what I mean?
2: But then to then vary it even more by adding different skill trees for each one of those classes.
0: Yeah, if it's coming over PS5, man, I would I could see that. Mm. But it, that that also seems like a, a programming nightmare. Ah, uh, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'm excited. I'll, I'll get on Legion. Just take your time. Now,
2: Getty? Oh, I didn't actually want to read this. I thought that this was like a, a joke
0: bit. Nope. BlizzCon is tomorrow. BlizzCon and, uh, is tomorrow. And we're all excited because Blizzard's leaks keep on coming because of their own store. Yeah. They were putting out promo art and pro- promotional items for Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4. Woo!
2: All right. Okay. Fine. I guess I'll read it. You don't have to read it. I <laughs>
0: I thought you'd be excited to see Tracer and Lucio.
2: Oh my god, did you see Tracer and Lucio? Tomorrow is BlizzCon. I might literally J my P. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was the meaning for all of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was cool. They had uh they had little skill trees and ways to enhance their already unique abilities from that we all know and love from Overwatch. So I like that concept. They had cool, like Tracer had a cool haircut that was different, and Lucio had cool different costumes. It was neat. Joel, you seem oddly quiet. Uh, I'm kind of tepid about the whole idea. Nah, man, I'm excited, especially because I like those characters, and I like that world and giving them a skill tree and giving them missions to play. If it plays anything like Overwatch, I'd like to play a single player Overwatch
1: well, I mean, to be fair, I was completely tepid on Overwatch 1 before it came out, and then we took a flyer on it, and... We played for like two years straight, three hours a day, uh, for three days a week? Yeah, the only thing that rivals the time count on that for me is Rocket League, so... Hmm.
0: Yeah. Overwatch was a good time, I plan on adding this one to my list of games that are time wasters.
2: Yeah, how many uh, awesome. how many systems are you going to purchase this one on?
0: Uh, well, last time I bought it on two, and then I technically bought it third because I gave it to my brother-in-law for his birth, for Christmas. No switch yet. I refuse
2: to do switch. He's he's gonna get it on switch. I'm not gonna get it. He's on He's gonna get I a switch get but, light this next week. Gyro
1: controls. Yeah, I don't want gyro controls. Think, think of those
0: sick Genji uh, shots. No wait, Hanzo. Hanzo. Yeah, Hanzo. Genji's pretty good too. Well, at this point, I need a cold shower possibly some time to think about all the no time i have for for the new overwatch and all the time i'm going to waste on it <laughs> let's take a break we get back the backlog vlog. Back. Back with the Backlog blog. We play games that have been in our back catalog so long that I forgot they even existed. Also games that I buy on real dirt cheap sales that no one's ever heard of. Getty. Devil daggers. Go. First person, you pick up a dagger, you cut your hand, now you shoot blades out of your hand. Yeah, that's that's the whole game. (laughs) (laughs) Then you just run and gun shooting blades out of your hand at creepy skulls and demons and weird centipede skeleton things
2: centipede skeletons uh little explodey guys oh my yeah cow cow skulls with giant horns bouncing around these monoliths that you have to shoot and then they drop these crystals did you guys figure out what those
1: crystals are for I'd, i just kind of assumed they were uh points yep really okay. that, that's because that that goes to the crux of it it's it's a kill room and it's a high score game like, each round is basically until you die, right? Because I don't recall a time limit thing. And once you die, that is sort of your stopping point for scores, which, from what Alex said, uh, Getty is the
0: pro here. Yeah, because they, they put your scores very front and center, including what it is against your friends. And uh, Getty was beating all of us by a mile. <laughs> uh, I, I thought that this might reset, but I don't mm-hmm. think that it does
2: reset. No, like the ranking, so.
0: okay. You just keep going, man. You just keep going forever.
2: So, out of curiosity, since you guys got to see my score, uh, I didn't get a chance to jump on and check out where you were both at. But where, where did you? How how long did you go? Because that's really the benchmark for this game. How long you're? I'd rather
0: story. not say. And I think that you know, I don't think it's none of your business. Uh, <laughs> is it that <laughs> bad? the The, the word "Minute Man" comes to mind. <laughs> I mean, it's a long time in this game. You shut up. (laughs) (laughs) It is. No, uh, I think Joel's at 44,000 points and I was at 33 and Getty was at 99,000.
2: No, that's how long you were able to survive.
0: You were at 99 seconds. Uh, Joel got 44 seconds. I got 33 seconds.
2: Alex, uh, out of curiosity, did you figure out that if. Okay, so if you hold down your fire or your mouse, it just continually Mm -hmm. shoots a stream. You know that if you stop for a second and then you press it, it shoots a shotgun blast, right? Yes, I did. Okay. I did know about the shotgun blast. All right. And you do know that if you jump, it increases your speed for a split second, right? Uh, that I did not know. That's mm-hmm. what, doom
0: rules or Yep. quake rules?
2: Yeah. So one of the things that helped me to survive for so long is constantly trying to attack the things that are in front of me turning around, jumping uh, in the opposite direction, and then trying to shotgun blast anything that's creeping up on me.
1: Alex, he learned the meta, and mm-hmm. then he's given us elite strats. He, I'm like, take,
0: he... what, are you, what are you doing? I'm taking notes, man. I got a pen. I got a paper. <laughs> just, uh, this game really... This game, this, <laughs> this game looks like it's a Quake game, though. Yeah, the, yep. the way the graphics are and the way it plays, it looks like a Quake game. Yeah. I I, I honestly, like, I found this couple years ago via a giant bomb segment and i just kind of was like man i want to play that and just kind of like get lost in that for a couple days one day and then it was on a real good sale so i bought it for everybody i i want a
1: single player i want i want them to make their own doom levels or quake levels what's so like Mm -hmm. an actual story driven or at least oh not it doesn't even need story it can just be a string of levels like the old doom or quake games were just like something outside of the kill room. Cause that's not typically something that's in my, I'm I'm not someone that constantly chases high scores for most games. So it's, it doesn't naturally appeal to me like some would.
0: I like a game that I can, this is it, my big thing has always been, I like a game that I can pop on and play for like, you know, go, f- I, I found myself four or five runs in and I, w- it w- it had literally been like five, uh, six minutes. Right, take a breather afterwards, and and I kept wanting. Okay, one more round. No, no, wait, that didn't count. Okay, one more round. <laughs> no, no. Okay, you know, that time, that time wasn't my fault. No, one more time. <laughs> so, that's kind of why I like it. Also, it has really good sound design. Creepy sound design. Mm-hmm. You're in a you're in a dark room that kind of lights up with these giant skulls falling out of the sky onto you, trying to kill you, and everything sounds like. Bones bumping into each other, and just like uh, like, cre- like creepy centipede sounds, it sounds like centipedes walking, mm-hmm. and it's it's all creepy crawly gross, and I like it, especially with like a good pair of headphones. Uh, and it's not really a horror game, but because everything is like skulls and blood and death and bone centipedes and insects and monoliths, and the background
1: is completely pitch black
0: yeah and everything's pitch black and the floor is just a circle so it's not like you can go everywhere you can fall off you can so, fall off <laughs> <laughs> so it was just a right enough tension that if i did turn off all the lights and play this i can at least like get scared and jumpy for like 45 seconds to be like okay i'm done i'm done with this game yeah it's definitely yeah. a test of endurance yeah devil daggers i really really like this game i call it satan fingers <laughs> <laughs> writing that down for an episode. Right? <laughs> okay, now Joel, you have here that you were playing TMNT Turtles in Time during your 2D Tuesdays. I want to talk about that, but real quick. Uh-huh. We're going to we're going to interject here. Well, well, I mean, for starters, I didn't
1: write that down, but I'm happy to talk about it if you want to.
0: Uh, less so that. Okay. <laughs> I want to talk about another game you played for 2D Tuesdays. Oh, snap. Uh-huh. my favorite One of my favorites this is this is all like i literally watched him play i watched the restream as i was uploading it to youtube and i just started giving him notes i'm like i gotta talk to you about this game because <laughs> you're playing it all wrong let me tell you about this game uh-huh. <laughs> he was playing zombies ate my neighbors Ooh, it's a classic i love zombies ate my neighbors what was he doing wrong uh well he what it took him a I while to fi- wrong? <laughs> it took him a while to figure out that he could switch weapons Oh. Then he didn't understand that the bazooka could blow holes in very specific sections of walls and bushes yep. and houses. Um, it took him a minute just to figure out that you were supposed to save the the humans. But he got that. He got there. Uh, yeah, it's it's a top down game where you're uh, you're either the lady in a cool hat or uh, a dude with spiky hair and 3D glasses. And you're in a old 70s, 60s, 50s sci-fi movie levels. So you're in a level and there are different humans throughout the level that you have to save while there are these horrible movie monsters roaming around the city, killing them. And this game has like cl- close to 200 levels. Yeah, that made sense with the time it came out. There were lots
1: of games that felt almost endless, like they would technically have an end, but you, if you would never feasibly make it to the end, <laughs> the time you had to play. I used a bunch of cheat codes, level
0: skips and stuff. Oh, wait, huh. uh, wait there's only 48. DG. For some reason, it felt like forever for me. I just Googled it and it says it's
2: only 48. very young when it came out, so mm-hmm. you felt
0: like there was a lot more to it than that. I used to play for hours this game. And it's cool because uh, the weapons are like soda cans that when you throw, they explode like grenades. Or dinner plates. Or tomatoes. You have a squirt- Your main weapon's a squirt gun. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Uh, and then the the enemies that you find are like the Chucky Dolls, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre guys running around with Chainsaws, Jasons chase, uh, with Chainsaws. Uh, at one level is just a giant baby. Um, so that was good. There was uh, pod people that all looked like you. Mm-hmm. Killer creepy plants. There was a lot. And you have to go and save the people. And then once you save all the people, a door opens up and that's how you exit the level. And all of the music sounds like it's from the 70s horror movies. Joel, did you like your time with Zombies Ate My Neighbors? Uh, no. I, I mean, I I liked.
1: I wasn't in the right mindset because we had just gotten done playing Turtles in Time. We sort of flew through and beat it. uh It was ten o'clock at night. I was starting to get a little dad tired, and I just uh, started this in the wrong mindset because it is something that starts off with the first level with the zombies, and it's like fairly straightforward and not too complicated. Uh, and then it scales pretty quickly in difficulty. I, I mean, it was only a couple levels in where I was getting to the Jason likes, and I mean, so that level specifically, I could not figure out how to, how to kill the Jasons. Maybe you can't because I threw a bunch of stuff at him. Which, no, it's which, your bazooka. Great. Well, I didn't know that, <laughs> and I'm not sure if I even had it. So I was. You running. did. You
0: shot one. You knocked him on his back, but you had to shoot him like two more times. But also, bazooka. I mean, ammo is finite. This
1: feels like being in a performance review right now. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> Let me tell you something about that. No, I'm I'm gonna have my own in due time. I don't need you, Mr. Manager. Uh, so the like that. I mean, that was hilarity for uh, Heartwood watching me, <laughs> and I'm sure it was entertaining at least in that sense. But the whole level, I was spending it just like running away from everything. I figured out the fire hydrant to bait them freezing time so that was like a did away thing but it was constantly like a stall thing and you know in, in some ways like it would have been nice to know that the bazooka was an option there but it also it would feel weirdly tense and frantic and like a horror movie in, in that kind of feeling so it weirdly my inability to understand that created a nice natural bit of tension that that level was satisfying but i was like exhausted and then next level was the
0: body snatcher
1: people. yeah yep. the the duplicate stuff and i was like oh okay i'm done
0: <laughs> yeah you should look at the the sprites for this you can just google the zombie ate my neighbor sprites there is an alarming large number like at one point there's this uh, ufo flying above the level that will like zap you with electricity mm-hmm. it really is like a cool throwback to all those you know campy horror movies oh yeah uh now you and kelly also beat tmnt4 turtles in time
1: mm-hmm
0: what did you think going back to that game?
1: I think it's probably still one of the better beat em ups. Like, uh, there's the sort of a, a split in beat em ups. It's usually like stuff that's pretty straightforward. You go left to right, and then you beat up stuff and have items that you'd pick up and use or not. And then there's the stuff that's more like the River City Ransom types, where it, there's a level progression, you gain new moves that allow you to you you know you'd unlock stuff. And this is definitely the former. Um,. The art's still really great uh, for a Super a Nintendo game, especially a very good pixelation that looks like the cartoons. Everything made sense. There's a lot of fun mishmash of different enemies. So obviously mostly foot soldiers, but like the bosses, they have like Bebop, Rocksteady, the shredder crane. Um, Would you say what? Top five, top three beat them ups. Yeah, I'd probably put it up there, at least in terms of, like, mixture of approachability and fun without being too difficult. Like, that might be the the biggest, like, I'm not sure if you call it detraction, because part of the fun is being able to beat it in one go if you have enough continues and you can do well enough. But, like, it, it lets you feel accomplished and feel like you're being effective against a mob of enemies, because one of the biggest peeves of this genre can be if they set it to where... The second you turn your back on something, that's gonna pounce on you, <laughs> yeah, and sort of break your flow. So, like, it's nice that it doesn't do that. It, it it is smooth enough to where most of the time, if you're pretty cognizant of what you're doing, you can sort of mob manage pretty well as you take down one or two because they've got the the side stuff where, like, one of the things is if you're close enough to the enemy, you can grab them by the arm and sort of swap them back, swat them back and forth, mm-hmm. and, and that's kind of a nice way that you can sort of clear ads around you. And yeah. there's also the fact that you, if you're close enough to, you can also grab the foot soldier and throw him towards the screen, which is like a fun visual flair as you're fighting. But also kind of cool how they use that as a, a boss battle conceit where Shredder's in like a mech or something and you have to throw them at the screen to hit him. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's it, it spans through... A lot of the natural settings, obviously with the name, they go back through time, different time settings that are kind of generic archetypes, but they're fun enough, like a uh, way to bend conventions and add new stuff. And uh, they even add stuff like, uh, so it was Bebop and Rock Rocksteady in the show, but in the movie it was, oh, the, the, the creature duo in the old 90s movies. Because... Mm-hmm. Yes. Cause like, it was basically supposed to be the same things, except with different names and okay. different uh, creatures. And then even, like, the final battle is the Shredder from the old 90s
0: movie. Hmm. Like, just, like, pixelated to <laughs> so look like it matches <laughs> in the style. I like those, the first two movies, at least. And, you know, I still have yet to see the third movie. Uh, I I recall that, even as a kid, not being fun to watch. I watched so. that first remake. I didn't watch the second remake, either. I didn't see Oh, the you mean one. like the the Michael bay ones yeah. yeah i I surprisingly thought they were okay I've heard that I
1: heard they're all right i the last one I saw was you when we were in college at n i u uh mm-hmm. there was one that came out that was animated yeah mm. I do recall I never got yeah. around to seeing that one either yeah, though same. and I recall that being okay it, well it wasn't great but it was, it was like entertaining enough. Well, they
2: kind of ruined everything for us by putting people in those turtle suits. No, they (laughs) didn't. (laughs) No, no, because now everything's CGI. Yeah. It's the same thing when you go to see a Jurassic Park movie. You miss Mm -hmm. the days when it was an actual, like, physical thing, and now it's some clown in a green suit with
1: balls all over his body. Lord of the Rings with all the uh, Urkai that actually like got makeup on, spent hours just to for a big battle scene. Exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's what you want. You want practical effects.
1: Yes. I want it to look real. I don't want it to look like
2: I made it in MS Paint. Okay, Alex.
0: <laughs> I want
1: historically accurate Ninja Turtles.
0: Right. Let's make that happen. <laughs> so now it's time to get spooky. I'm not saying what you wrote. (laughs) Why? It's time with Halloween Indie or Outie. And then we're also going to do a reader mail. Yeah. After the break. back. Back with a Halloween indie or outie where one of us will come up with several names of products and we either have to guess if it's an indie game or something else. Getty is leading this week, so take it away, Getty. Oh man, I don't know if I'm ready for this, guys.
2: These are like really bad. Well, what's the theme this week? Okay, so this week I either have terrible, terrible horror movies or mm-hmm. horror themed indie games. Perfect. Okay.
0: All right. I got uh I got my notes here. I'm ready to take score and it's me versus Joel. All right. So uh, if you uh,
2: so we'll just do movie or game. All right. You guys ready? Yep. All ready. right. Let's start this off with something that uh, maybe it'll be easier. The Boy. <laughs> movie
1: movie yep it's a movie
0: okay
1: i, I actually this? didn't know that i just assumed alex might know it better than me oh. no i didn't
0: i didn't know that one at all
1: all right i just can't i just can't imagine what the game would be the for boy. the boy
2: <laughs> okay next one hell wedding Ooh. Mm, movie
0: i'm gonna say i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go game
2: it's a
1: game oh. yeah. indie game
0: I'm going to look up Hellwit. That, that could be <laughs> the name of a Rob Zombie flick. It could good. be. It could very well be. I'm curious what Hellwitting is as a game. Okay, next. All right.
2: Next one is... Uh, let's do this one. Deadly Escape. Game. <sighs> Movie. It's a game again.
1: <sighs>
2: <laughs> Off to a strong lead. And Joel, you're not looking so good so far. I-
1: Well, number one, (laughs) horror movies have not been my forte (laughs) Those genre of of a medium that I'm pretty out of date on anyway. But I, what was the name of that, Damon Yen? Uh, The last one, Deadly Escape. Deadly Escape Escape sounds like something you'd find on the free section of Amazon Prime Video. (laughs) That's really just like a home movie that somebody made to try to post on there. I just i was like that's a little too it's like it's too generic of a game but it's really too generic of a movie but i bet there's a generic movie that's that bad that'd be that
0: speaking of these movies i gotta watch hood of horrors too <laughs> hood of horror <laughs> one was a classic snoop dog i continue
2: all right next a blade in the dark
0: movie
1: movie it is a movie
0: you piggybacked on me on that one. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's it's my handicap. <laughs> I have, I, gotta, I gotta pull that lever. Jill wants to funny, win.
0: Funny enough, I don't know any of these, so I'm I'm I. I've, he actually found some really good ones. Uh. Yeah, but that's but that this is more about
1: me blunting the damage if I try to deviate from you <laughs> and I don't know <laughs> less than trying to like Dana uh, point. All right, Maybe. next one is rise
2: of crustaceans.
0: <laughs> Ooh game he says game i'll say movie that was a game yes all okay, right there we go <laughs> i needed that <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right so far i showed joel at three and alex at four yep okay all right let's move on to 18 floors movie movie that was a game
0: wow. oh wow I I thought that I thought I had heard of that before as a movie. I think there is like it's like nine floors. Or uh, ninth ninth floor.
2: There's definitely some movies with the uh, the word floor in the title when it comes yeah. to horror movies. Alright, let's see how about first summoning
1: game movie.
2: That one was a movie.
0: Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Alex Slow what and steady. happened? I don't know. I thought I swear I th- I'm like, man, that's got to be a game. All
2: right. Oh. Next we will do Cave of Illusions. Game. Movie. That one is a game. Oh my God. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's do, uh, I think I got about three more that seem reasonable. All right. Let's try Beyond the Dark.
0: Movie.
1: Movie
2: that one's a movie very nice next 1408 movie movie (laughs) Jeez, guys
1: (laughs) i guess you've heard of that
0: i think we might have seen that movie together joel
1: yeah i think it it was uh john cusack right (laughs) yeah and him and sam was it sam jackson too he was in there yes i guess i thought that
2: you might not have uh or you would have thought it was a game? No. Nope.
1: Right. I, I, I mean, to be fair, so many of these names, including this one, are such generic names that if you didn't know what they were, then you wouldn't have any idea of what this answer. Some of them are just ridiculous. I think, I own that, ridiculous. That I, think mm-hmm. I own that movie still. Beyond like Beyond the Darkness, that that name evo- ev- it devotes literally nothing <laughs> to your <laughs> mind. <laughs> mm. All right. Captive. Game. Game.
2: Game. Game. All right. Well, we'll do one more to see if Alex can tie it. Okay. And then if he can't, then uh, Joel, you'll be the ultimate champion of Indie Routy for the night. All right. All right. Let's see. Which one do I want to use? Dead things.
0: <laughs> oh, God.
1: <laughs> that could be any <laughs> Movie. Movie it's a movie sure <laughs> it's a movie you, sh- you should have made me answer first <laughs> eight to seven eight to seven eight,
2: eight to seven all right joel is the
1: ultimate champion of indie or outie for this week good okay, job put, good put job. cheering noise and applaud sounds right here
2: I can boo and hiss if Ep- you'd like. Episode title. Put cheers <laughs> and <in> applause here. <laughs> boo! No, that was pretty good. Okay, I guess uh, I didn't completely botch that. No, no, you—you
1: no. you worry too much. That was that was very good. Well, except for fourteen
2: oh eight, I guess that one wasn't. Uh, too, well, I guess it was too mainstream.
1: You you just Every... can't play this with the Dennis Quaid superfans. What did I say? <laughs> Wait, Every it wasn't Indy Dennis Quaid. D- it was John Cusack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Man, you're off on that one. No, every Indie or Routy, there's always, like, one where everyone's like, oh, I know that one. Oh, so, can we change okay. the podcast to the Dennis Quaid Superfans? <laughs> Writing that one down, too. Okay, there we go. Uh, okay, a couple episodes. All right, now we're off to listener emails. If you'd like to write in and have your email read out, on, out loud on the podcast, send all emails to superggradio at gmail.com super radio at gmail.com this one is sent in from our friend and previous guest alec parks who states when we were discussing previously gato robato we were confused on whether samus got out of her suit and from alec he says the zero suit samus comes from metroid zero mission at the expected end of the game your suit gets destroyed and you have to sneak through ancient chozo ruins avoiding space pirates This frequently has you sneaking through areas in a crouch or avoiding line of sight while you try to retrieve an unexplained second power suit that exists in the ruins. However, it is not very cat-like at all. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's not like a cat in Cato Roboto, but uh, our answer is clear. Samus does get out of her suit and has to play in the Zero Suit. Alex, have you played any
1: Metroid games? Nope, none. I mean, mean, I've dabbled in Super Metroid a tiny bit, but I... That is just a huge blind spot in my uh, history so far. I feel yeah, like it's it. a gap that needs to be uh, uh, paved over.
0: I mean, do you want to do that? We can do that. Yeah. It's it, it's on the it's on the SNES for Switch.
1: Yeah, my my plate's kind of full. You got uh, <laughs> Death Stranding coming out.
0: Oh, I know. When's that come out like next week, and, two weeks, in two weeks. Uh, just as a reference, Super Metroid about seven and a half hours to beat. So not crazy long.
1: It's not helpful yeah right (laughs) you're counting in hours and my backlog counts in in the millennia so I mean I don't know what to tell you (laughs) he's working on stuff from the early 2000s right now I haven't finished Half-Life 2 yet oh my god I can't even be upset about Half-Life 3 not being out
0: (laughs) I'm getting this out of here before I condemn ourselves even further one last thing one last thing where we have one last sentence one last statement sending us off into the weekend but starting you off on your week. For me, I can't wait to buy Overwatch 2 and add it to my list of Alex time wasters because I've spent so much time and so many hours on a lot of those games. Joel, yeah, we ran a couple Halloween week movies
1: this week and uh, of course we didn't get around to watching it. So now we need to decide between uh, Cabin in the Woods and Frankenweenie and about what to watch before returning return it tomorrow. Uh, Frank
0: tomorrow. Frankenweenie is like 40 minutes.
2: Yeah, why not why not both?
0: Yeah. Have you seen it's... Cabin in the Woods? No. No, he has not. Watch I watched both. Go go watch it right now. You you need to like watch why it. Why right
1: are now. you uh, recording a why, podcast? Why am I not watching both is because I, I'm an old man and it's already quarter after ten and uh, I'll be sleeping on the couch in about forty five minutes. Oh. Getty,
0: what's your one last thing?
2: I gotta make some time this weekend to do the Destiny Halloween event. I need
0: that space candy boys. Space See. candy? Space candy. See, I'm trying to get on that Rainbow Six Siege Halloween event, Overwatch Halloween event, Cycle, Apex Legends. There's too many Halloween events. And I want them all. I can't believe you haven't deleted your Blizzard account yet. <laughs> I'm not deleting my... You know what? I I am not going to delete my Blizzard account. I got too many Overwatch skins. That's <laughs> like I, I real shared.
1: money. I shared this uh, clip with you, Alex. But uh, Daddy, there was a screenshot floating around online. Uh, some kid with Blizzard support uh, posting a post saying, "How do I undelete my Blizzard account?" <laughs> and then in the comments, like, he said, "Like I deleted it in support of Hong Kong, but now I see all these Overwatch stins, and I want it to log back on and play." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: That's uh,
0: a good one. Can't fix stupid, guys. Mm-mm. Nope. And that will be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at SuperGG Radio and twitch.tv slash GG Radio, where your boys here at Super GG Radio are now Twitch-affiliated. <laughs> so, so slam that subscribe button using that Prime subscription. Primed out your mind, as some streamers I watch say. <laughs> uh, also, uh, with our Twitch streams, uh, I beta tested GTFO on Multiplayer Mondays. And so that will be up on our YouTube channel now, as well as that will be talked about future podcasts. As well as I might be looking at some Midnight Ghost Hunt soon. So that will also be coming up soon. Uh, Joel and Kelly finished TMNT 4. And now Joel has introduced to one of my favorites, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. All of this cataloged for our YouTube as well. Joel, are you are going to continue with Zombies Ate My Neighbors? Probably. When Win multiplayer. Get Kelly in there. I, I suspect she would have zero fun with that. Okay, then maybe not with her. <laughs> if you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is superggradio@gmail.com. at gmail.com and provide a review on iTunes or the child's Halloween candy sack of your choice. Thanks for listening and GG, Getty. GG. Good game, Joel. I need to go collect the dad tax now. <sighs> Make it happen. Thanks for listening, guys. Good night, everyone.